Welcome everyone. Let's continue from where we left off last time. So I'll just start by reading the verse from the Ari so we can remember where we were and then we'll go into Rav Ashlag. So we have now empty space and air and, air and, another, and another word for empty space, which if you go to one of the earlier lessons, we went over what, what these words specifically mean. From literally the central point. And this contraction, this restriction that happened, was equal around, was equal everywhere around this midpoint, this now empty midpoint. In the sense that this empty space was completely round, so it was a circle or a sphere if you want. Exactly equal everywhere. There was no angles or squareness. It was completely round. Why? Because just like the, the endless light contracted itself in an equal way to every direction, so too the empty space that was created was the same way. Equal in every way. Okay. Let's jump into Rav Ashlag. So here we're going to talk about the fact that the, the empty space was circular. Why? What's the problem with that? Perush. So it had to have been that some form was created because of the contraction. Why? And even though the tzimtzum, the contraction, was equal, was equal everywhere, like we said, and, it did, and we, we also covered that it didn't happen because it was truly a difference in form. But after the contraction happened and after the light left this midpoint, it was revealed what was revealed. Why wasn't the why wasn't so the light wasn't uh, it wasn't the pro, it wasn't a proper situation for the light to cleave to this midpoint? Why not? Because of the size of the desire that was revealed within it. The kevan and once this was revealed, it fell from the position or from the stage that it had within the endless. So, okay. So if that's the case, then it seems to me like it's an end now because it came out of the endless. So anything that's, if it's not endless, it, it has an end. Which is, what, what does end mean? It means that it's so materialistic, or it's so low, that, it ha- that there's nothing below it. Because why else would the light leave? Except for if this midpoint is no longer, is no longer viable to be clothed in light. 
Remember, that's not actually the case. This midpoint that was created is not considered an endpoint, and we'll get into why in a second. But the, the, upper, the first three stages, remember we said that the midpoint is actually just the fourth stage, but the first three stages, even after the contraction, those three would still be viable to have clothing and light. And with everything that we said before, that it wasn't made into an end. Why wasn't it made to an, into an end? Because when we're talking about the endless light, even the desire to receive that is within it, in this, which is the secret of the desire to receive in the light itself, there's no difference between them. There's no change in form. And this that the Ari is uh, specifies to say that the empty space was circular on all its sides. Why did he say circular? Because it's not truly an end. If you take a circle, circles don't have ends. But the only thing that you might be able to say is the end of a circle is the midpoint. You draw a circle, put a point in the middle of it, you can say maybe that could be like the end of it, but it's not truly an end. You take the four stages, and how do you draw them? If you were to draw them on a paper, you draw four concentric circles. Circle, inside a circle, inside a circle, inside a circle. The circle that's, that's the most in the middle, the smallest circle, is the fourth stage. And around that first circle is the third stage. And around that circle is the second stage. And around that circle is the first stage. And that's... That's what we're talking about when we say there's no upper, there's no higher or lower between them. Because why? Because the first stage, if you're drawing them on like a whiteboard, you're drawing these four circles on a whiteboard, so you take the outer circle. Its upper half is higher than all of them. But the bottom half of the outer circle is lower than everything else. And, that, and it's the same with all, of the, with all of the circles. You take, for example, the circle for stage three. That's the, so the middle one is stage four, the one right around it is stage three. The upper half of stage three is above the entirety of stage four, but the lower half of stage three is below the entirety of stage four. There's no higher or lower. And in the same way, there's no right or left. There's no, no one of them has something that's truly better than the others. And they're all equal in the same way. And the reason we already explained because the reason for the contraction was not because there was a change in form. Remember, it was just the opposite. It was the vessel, trying, the desire to receive, trying to become like the source, like the creator. 
It was trying to give. That's why the contraction happened. Not because there was a change in form. It's important to remember that. And that's why it says that it was a circle that was equal everywhere. To show that the stages, if you were to draw them, remember this is not, this is not supposed to be an actual physical representation. It's just supposed to help you understand why, not, why there's no one part of it that's higher than the other. Okay, the next verse from the Ali. So this, the reason was because the endless light was equal everywhere, like we've said a lot. It contracted itself equally in every direction. And it shouldn't contract itself in one direction more than the others. And we know, just you know, from knowing shapes, there is no, there is no shape that's as symmetrical as a circle. It's that no matter how you fold it, it'll be the same everywhere. What isn't the case with any other shape that's, that has angles. Even if you take a square, which, you know, it's the same length on all sides, but, you know, the side and the corner look different. Any, you take anywhere on a circle, it all looks the same. Any other shape, nothing is as symmetrical as a circle. And that's why the contraction had to be a circle because why do why we choose the word circle it's not that the contraction had to be a circle we're not talking about that the light actually was a circle because we're not talking about the physical thing here but why use the word circle because that is the one thing that we have that is the most symmetrical thing that we have so now into Ravashlag if there was in the contraction, why, why isn't it so important that there, that there would not be any higher, lower, right, or left? So if there was, then we would have said square. Because we have four sides there. So if, if, if they weren't equal everywhere, like we've explained that they are, if they weren't, then we would have said square, because square also has four sides, like the four stages, and we say this side is one stage, this side is the other stage, but it's not like that. That's why we said circle. So, since, we're ta- since we said circle and not square, we know everything is equal. And uh, the, last, the last thing for this chapter from the Rabbah Shlag. So why, why did it have to mention a triangle? So the Ari mentioned a triangle specifically. After he mentioned the square, he mentioned a triangle. Mishulash in Hebrew. This, so why, why specifically a triangle? Because the triangle represents something that only has three stages. Something that has three stages without stage four, without the final awakening and fixing of the desire. 
that's called a triangle because it has uh, it has up, right, and left. And it, and it doesn't have a, a bottom. You, know, you put the top of the triangle here, there, and there. You have the top, you have the right, and you have the left. And so we have finished chapter one of Talmud Sfirot, the study of the Ten Sfirot. And I don't want to go on from here so that you will have a chance to go back, watch these lessons again, and then start chapter two when you're ready. Thank you.